Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Sheepman never worked. 
killed our sheep, poisoned our water, and finally burned us out completely. Oh, I'm beginning to savvy now, Jay. Yes, I thought you might. You see, after the fire, my wife and her father died. I took little Hal and went to Pegasus. Took odd jobs to keep us going. And uh, I did a lot of thinking. I figured the West owed Hal and me a living. And that I'd get back at the cattleman at the same time. Well, I formed a gang, got together some cash, bought this place to look respectable. And from then on, things have been all right. And believe me, the cattlemen have suffered plenty. And they'll continue to suffer while me and Howell's alive. Nobody ever suspects you, Paul, because the gang were masked. And you always talk with a Spanish accent during old ups. Yep, I learned a lot of Spanish from the Mexicans in New Mexico. Jay? Yeah. I know how we could kill two birds with one stone. How's that? I heard the express stage is bringing in the payroll for the leading mining company from Stockton. Now, we could hold up the stage, grab the cash, and then swing over and interrupt the cattle drive by stampeding the herd. Say, that's a good idea, Alice. That's what we'll do. I'll lead the gang as usual in the holdup. Then we'll go after that herd and make them stampede. The way I planted, a lot of cattle would get killed. Believe me, I'll never let up on those cattlemen. That same day, the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Toto, rode toward Leeton, accompanied by the masked man's teenage nephew, Dan Reed. As they rode through the nearby hills, Dan finally broke the silence. Was the bank robbery at Leeton the last crime committed by the Mexican outlaw leader and his gang, sir? Yes, Dan. That's why we rode down this way. That Mexican outlaw has led his gang in many holdups in this territory. Ah, and report we get, say, same gang by the cattlemen. Yes, they stampede herds, poison water holes, sometimes even shoot cattle grazing on ranges. Ah, that's right, Kimasabi. The Mexican's gang is a menace to the entire community. All the ranchers west of the Pecos are worried. Some of the smaller ranch owners have been forced to give up entirely. That gang must be broken up as soon as possible. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Tom. Come on, Victor. That afternoon, the Lone Ranger and his two companions camped in the nearby hills. Dan Reed rode to Leeton for supplies and drew rain in front of the general store. Oh, oh, Victor. Yes, the bar C. 
not a cattle ranch, though. They raise mules. Won't have a cow on the place. Both the father and son seem to be sort of mean-natured. Never talk much to anybody in town. Just get what they come after and leave without as much as a howdy to anyone. Well, young man, what do you want? Later at camp, Dan told the Lone Ranger and Tonto about Mr. Corey and his son. Then Tonto went to the cafe to pick up what news he might hear and to make inquiries. When he returned, he told about the big cattle drive. If the Mexican outlaws gang hears about that drive, it may mean more trouble. Ah, that right, Kimasabi. That's the sort of thing they've been up to for some time. Tonto, at dawn, you and I will follow the herd until it's well on its way. Am I going with you, sir? No need for that, Dan. We'll come back here as soon as we're certain there's no further danger. Boom! 
and muscles. You can see that Cheerios is made to give you real go power. So make sure you have a Cheerios breakfast every day. Then you'll hear people say, He's feeling his Cheerios. Across from 
the gang on the left side of the valley. The moon ring current toddle rolled down the end of the ridge to the rim of the gully, just as the shooting started. Uh, look, Kim Asabi. Gang at Edge of Grove. Them stampede cattle. We'll try to turn the herd from the gully. Kim Asabi, look. Two men in the herd. One of them try hold on the horse. They need help. They'll be trapped. Try to turn the herd from the gully. I'm going out to help those men. Yes, that's how, Corey. His ankle's badly injured. 
He and his father, the leaders of the gang, have terrorized this territory. Are you sure? Yeah. If we pick up the gang's trail and it leads to the Barcy Ranch, that will be final proof. That gang is good at covering trails. It may take a little time, but I think Connor will be able to follow their tracks. Then let's go. Put young Corey on his horse, men. Then we'll follow that gang and see where the trail takes us. that day, Jay Corey sat at a desk in the main room of the ranch house at the Bar C. The rest of the gang stood nearby watching as Jay silently counted cash taken from a canvas pouch. Looks like we made a big haul for getting that pay roll. <laughs> now that hell's gone, I'm giving up grabbing cash. But I'll always hate those dirty ranchers. I'll never give up trying to get back at them. Yes, you will. Hey, hey, I'm asked something. He sneaked the door open. I'll get him. Pull it. No, I'm him. Use your guns, men. Don't be hasty, Corey. You're covered. Hey, look. Men with guns at the window. Cut your guns, all of you. All right, we haven't got a chance. Go up, men. Now, look. There's the payroll pops from the stage. All right, you got to stay at the ranch. It doesn't matter now. Your ordinary cattle traveled by somehow the death today. No, Corey. Your son is all right. What? He's waiting outside. Out? Alive? Yes, and so is the young man you tried to send to his death. It would be at your trial to testify against you. And you ranchers and your men will be able to handle these crooks. Take them to the sheriff in town. Don't worry, mister. We'll make sure they get there. Good. Adios, everybody. Goodbye. Good to see you all later. All right, men. Round them up time, and we'll start with them to town. All right. Come on, get going. Why is he here? I don't have to answer your questions, Corey. But you might like to know he saved your son's life, along with the young fellow you tried to kill. I reckon you Corys will remember him a long time. You see, he's the Lone Ranger.
feature of the Moon Ranger Incorporated is created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Moon Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Foy. Detroit. This is ABC Radio Network.